Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. All right, America, this is Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo right here in New York City. We are 17 floors above Madison Square Garden with a bird's-eye view of everything that's going on. And right now, there's a lot going on. Joe Biden seems to be caught in the middle of the crosshairs. Why? Well, because his name is among those that unmasked surveillance on General Flynn. Now, this whole unmasking thing confuses a lot of people, but basically since 9-11 and even before that, The United States has always listened in to communications of American citizens with foreign nationals. And what they do to protect our identity, because we as Americans have constitutional rights, is they mask our identity. But in the situation of General Flynn, the incoming national security advisor for the president-elect of the United States, the vice president, James Comey, Clapper, and many others, decided to remove the mask to reveal his identity so that they could spy on him and perhaps even worse, get a warrant to surveil him the way they got a FISA warrant to surveil Carter Page. This is serious business. This is a guy that was just appointed by the President of the United States to be the National Security Advisor and the outgoing administration decides to spy on these guys. The worst part here is that what they spied was leaked to the Washington Post. That's the bombshell. That's the felonious caper. People working for President Barack Obama spied on President-elect Trump and his team and then leaked that information to the Washington Post to smear the president, to begin their impeachment trap. And they went on and on and on. This is why Attorney General Barr has appointed Connecticut U.S. Attorney Durham, John Durham, to go full speed ahead on this Russia probe to figure out how it started. Why did it start? How much relevance was there to this? It gets confusing for some people when you think, well, didn't the Russians hack us? Or No, the Russians didn't hack us. They used influence to try to sway the election, something that they do pretty regularly. That's true. What's not true is how they created this hoax of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. That's a lie. And that's what's being investigated. As well as the leak. And that's likely why United States Ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell, Rick Grinnell, who's serving as the interim national security advisor or acting national security advisor, to declassify the names of those individuals in the Obama administration that were unmasking. So where does that leave us? It leaves us in a situation where we can't trust the national security officials, the FBI officials, and the intelligence officials that worked for Barack Obama. 
What's more, they can't trust each other. Now, we've heard James Comey explain exactly how he pulled this off when he was director of the FBI uh, quite some time ago. He said that he basically mocked the Trump administration, knowing that he wouldn't have been able to pull it off under George W. Bush's administration or Barack Obama's administration, but he knew that he could pull a fast one on Trump because they were political newcomers. And he did. Listen to this. You look at this White House now, and it's hard to imagine two FBI agents ending up in the sit room. How did that happen? I sent them. <laughs> um, something we, I probably wouldn't have done or maybe gotten away with in a more organized investigation, a more organized administration, in the George W. Bush administration, for example, or the Obama administration. <laughs> the protocol, two men that all of us have perhaps increased appreciation for uh, over the last two years. <laughs> And in both of those administrations, there was process. And so if the FBI wanted to send agents into the White House itself to interview a senior official, you would work through the White House counsel and there'd be discussions and approvals and who would be there. And I thought it's early enough. Let's just send a couple guys over. Now, if that wasn't bad enough with James Comey and his incredible amount of hubris and the the just in Spanish, we say carifresco, shameless approach to telling this story and writing a book about it and being proud of what he did because he feels it was a higher calling. You've got James Clapper and John Brennan umming and eyeing and stuttering when they were before the Senate Judiciary Committee and were asked these same questions. Listen to this. You didn't say one way or another whether even there's an investigation underway. Correct. I don't, especially in a public forum, we never confirm or deny a pending investigation. Fact is, the content of the calls is what matters. Do you have any knowledge of what the content of the call was? I don't. Did either of you ever request the unmasking of Mr. Trump, his associates, or any member of Congress? Yes. In, in uh, one case, I did. That I, can, I can specifically uh, call, but I, I can't discuss it any further than that. Do you recall any U.S. ambassadors asking that names be unmasked? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's ringing a vague bell, but I'm not, I could not answer with any confidence. But the best of them all is Joe Biden saying that he didn't know anything. So what did you know about those moves to investigate uh, Michael Flynn? And was there anything improper done? I know nothing about those moves to investigate Michael Flynn, number one. Number two, this is all about diversion. This is a game this guy plays all the time. The country is in crisis. We're in an economic crisis, a health crisis. We're in real trouble. He should stop trying to always divert attention from the real concerns of the American people. The American people are worried with good reason. He has acted irresponsibly from the very beginning. He continues to act irresponsibly. He hasn't done his job. This is all about diverting attention, diverting attention from the horrible way in which he has acted with what he did. He's not the, we don't have coronavirus because of him, but we have the devastating impact of it because of his lack of a policy, uh, his I, lack of action. I do it's all about it. diversion. I do want to press that. You say you didn't know anything about it, but you were reported to be at a January 5th, 2017 meeting where you and the president were briefed on the FBI's plan to question. Michael, Michael Flynn over those uh, conversations he had with the uh, Russian ambassador Kislyak. Now, I thought you asked me whether or not I had anything to do with him being prosecuted. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I was aware that there was, that there, they asked for an investigation, but that's all I know about it. And I don't think anything else. Look, think about this. 
Can you imagine any other president of the United States focusing on this at the moment when the country is just absolutely concerned about their health, the health of their children, the health of their families, the health of their... I mean, this is... We have an economic crisis. We have a health crisis. This is all about diverting attention. Focus on what's in front of us. Just like Biden was put in charge of China and Ukraine, I have a gut feeling, and I've got a pretty good-sized gut, that Joe Biden knew exactly what was going on in the FBI. Joe Biden knew exactly what was going on with the intelligence officials, and he knew exactly what was going on behind all of the closed doors. They targeted Flynn because they knew he knew the intel community. Both Flynn and Mike Rogers, Admiral Mike Rogers, both said, you know what, I don't want any part of this. And they bailed. But these guys had a vendetta with General Flynn. Rogers faded off into the sunset. He wasn't a threat. But Flynn jumped on with Trump. And once that happened, he became public enemy number one. They went after him, and then they figured out, let's go after everybody that's in Trump's orbit so we could make a pattern. This is one of the most malicious prosecutions for political reason that we've seen exposed, at least in my lifetime. It blows away anything that happened in the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s. Joe Biden is in a heap of trouble. Not legal trouble, but electoral trouble. I think he's going to have a tough time selling himself to the public, hiding in quarantine, avoiding the public, avoiding scrutiny, and avoiding answering the questions of what he knew and how involved he was in this attempted soft coup on the presidency of the United States. I'm Rich Valdez. You're listening to This Is America. Keep it locked right there. Coming up, we're going to look at how the media was involved in this. This is America. All right, America, welcome back. And like always, facts matter. Facts are so important. This is why we always rely on our friends at JustFacts.com, F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. And you can always sign up for their emails by getting a free subscription to their newsletter at justfacts.com slash rich. Just put in my name and they'll send you new information as they crank it out. It's a great website. Check them out. And facts are exactly what the media avoids in telling these stories and crafting this narrative. The media has been complicit in this from the beginning. But for the media, they wouldn't have had this scandal. If you listen to the great one Mark Levin last night, he cites how this Washington Post lease by columnist David Ignatius was the initial leak, at least with respect to General Flynn. So, of course, without the media, they can't pull this off. The media are willingly complicit, and their job is twofold. One, to cover for the Democrats and hide their dirt, and B, to push forward the new narrative, the new agenda, to keep people enslaved to coronavirus fears to support every single governor out there that thinks that he's a king that wants to keep you in your home for the rest of the year until there's nothing left in this economy, until you're going hat in hand up to the mayor of your town asking for a handout. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. 
We as Americans can't stand for this. We as Americans know better and deserve better. Sometimes I think because we're Americans, many of us born here, that we don't see this stuff coming. And that's why it's important for us to have friends that are immigrants, friends that escaped communist Russia, communist Poland, and have vowed to make sure that Poland would never become communist again. One such friend is Yola Nash. She's an international radio personality and recording artist. And on the other side of this segment, we're going to get into a phone call with her to get her perspective as somebody that doesn't give a damn about politics. Like I said, she talks on the radio about poetry and about music and about popular culture and a variety of topics, politics not being one of them. She's a New Yorker by choice, Polish by birth, and you're going to hear what she has to say coming right up. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. America, welcome back. This is Rich Valdez with an S. We're still here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, right here in New York City. I'm on Twitter, at Rich Valdez with an S. If you have any questions, if you have any complaints, that's at Rich Cementa with an S. So one of our colleagues here at WABC Radio is an international superstar. She is a radio host from Poland. She relocated to the United States, has a very successful program, and, and is a musician, a recording artist, and a dear friend. So. This is America. Please welcome Yola Nash. Wow, you made me speechless. You made my day. <laughs> oh, gosh. You made my day, Yola. We've oftentimes had an opportunity to have different discussions in the newsroom when you're doing your show and while we're preparing for our show. And one of the things that we've discussed, and never on air, but we've had many discussions about, is your background being uh, from Poland. And what you saw through, you know, through your own eyes, through the history given to you by your parents and your grandparents about how the Soviets, the communists, when they took over following the Second World War, what the propaganda was like. And right now we're in a state where people are frantic over coronavirus and over these, uh, in my opinion, unconstitutional quarantines to try to control people. And I think the media is just egging it on and pushing the envelope and I'd love to get your perspective as a non-political person, as a musician, as an artist, as a creator of great media, and just really somebody that's, you're not in the business I'm in. And so I want to get that perspective from you, but someone who has a nose and can sniff out communism. So what are your thoughts on the media right now? You know, thank you for asking this question because it's, it's, a, it's really crucial. Um, what I'm going to say to all of you who are listening uh, like you've said, you know, my perspective is a little different. It's, I would say maybe a little wider because I grew up in Poland. Uh, I, I was educated. I went all the way in my education to the master's degree in psychology and art. And, and you know, I worked in the media in Poland and was a, a successful musician. So I came here to, to New York and I, I, you know, I started doing the same. And that perspective from Europe, from Poland, is with me and now when I'm here I appreciate everything here and have a different side of, of the world if I may say that, that way but uh, coming from the place where uh, you know my parents or grandparents uh, were you know were growing up or, or living in in the communistic regime or uh, or post-communistic regime it created me the way I am and I have to tell you 
uh, living right now and experiencing what we're experiencing with this pandemic, I, I am really worried because I, I see that the fear and the manipulation in, um, you know, in the media and in uh, around us, uh, the political agenda and all that stuff, it takes over our mind. It could, uh, I see that, that it's being, con- you know, controlling our mind. And this is a super dangerous situation. And I want to tell everybody, you know, um, this is a very powerful tool. Media is the most powerful tool that different, uh, you know, political agendas or, or, or parties or, or, or governments can use and completely manipulate you. You know, it may look like all they care about you, but sometimes you have to just wake up, wake up and go deep inside your heart, go deep inside your, your, your soul, do your research. I mean, I'm researching, even though I'm, you know, in the media world, I listen to everything and then I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, going deeper and analyzing. I, I listen to all the media from Europe, independent, different media from France, from Germany, from Poland. I listen to American media and I am I'm, I'm conscious of the, the whole, um, I would say, possibility of a huge manipulation because I have experienced this in Poland. Um, if you allow this to control your mind and you lose your beautiful mind, your beautiful ability of thinking, conscious thinking, you lost. The game is over. So I, I from my perspective, and I'm like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you're allowing me to express this because it's very important. It's my pleasure. Um, now, from yeah. your perspective, let me ask you, based on your perspective, how, how do you identify this? What were some of the things that you may have seen or witnessed in Poland that you're seeing today with the media here in the United States? Uh, it's basically uh, a brainwash, you know, the, the manipulation that one one information it has to be this way or that way. This is what we think. This is what's happening. You're gonna die, or you're gonna you, something is gonna be this or that way. Just like a very strong um, kind of imprisonment uh, of your mind, of your independent thinking. And this is what was happening in Poland and in Europe. And also look like look back to the Hitler time. Why Hitler won his power and got to the place where he got because he had media propaganda in his hands. That's the powerful tool. So, you know, as much as I appreciate media and information, on the other hand, all of us, we have to be really, really careful and conscious and never give up your independent thinking. Your, your mind is so beautiful and powerful. So always research, always go deeper, always, always question, always, you know, uh, like, don't don't accept one truth because there's more you know this is what i want to tell everybody it's it's so important also you know what what i'm what i'm seeing here that would be you know from my experience very similar fear promoted by by um, media is basically paralyzing you and i see right now how people were so paralyzed and afraid and people start fighting with each other and I see people who are getting so depressed people who just like who are so scared I give you my example on the beginning of this whole situation I was listening to so many different sources you know and, and uh, you know we all trying to really understand what's happening 
And I became so afraid. I, I started having nightmares. I was just shaken to my core. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what's happening? What can I do? And all of a sudden, you know, I said to myself, hey, you have to calm down. You have to use your brain, use your mind, research, go deeper, you know, meditate, pray, and then, you know, keep that peaceful core in you and it will lead you to the right decisions. And, and that way you can, you know, keep your, your, your thinking that uh, it's crucial. If you give up your thinking, you're gone. So basically, that's what I want to tell everybody. and I think that's a great message. It sounds to me like you're basically saying, if we give up our independence to think, yes. that liberty that we have to just think of our own free will, we're eventually giving away our actual liberty and our actual free yes. will. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And you know, uh, sometimes it, it's it's really hidden. You know, all of these. Um, plans and, and decisions are they, they don't look uh, like bad they look like uh, they are okay and we accept it but be careful with that be careful because I come from the world where sometimes decisions official decisions or, or situations were like oh you know it's it's not comfortable but it's not so bad so it's 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 okay be careful that's what I'm saying to you to all of you be careful and be appreciative and and be you know uh, be appreciative what you have because sometimes you know we, we take things for granted we complain so easily we, we just like uh, but, but I'm telling you we are experiencing right now a very interesting time and a very important time it's some kind of shift happening and it's very important to be conscious, to be, to be really, really awakened and think. Do not give up your thinking and your, your, your freedom, because if you do, the game is over. That's 100% true. And everybody, that's Yola Nash. You can get her at Yola Nash. Find out about her music. Find out about her program, YolaNash.com. That's YolaNash.com. Thank you Thank so you. much, Love Yola. You Love you too. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Yola Nash is an apolitical person that's in the music world, but she can sniff out a commie miles away. That's the benefit of people that have emigrated to the United States. They know what liberty is. They love this liberty because they've been somewhere where we don't have it. Yola just said, we need to hold on to it and we need to not take it for granted. I agree 100%. So keep that in mind. And of course, I always leave you with some admonitions. Like if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And the only thing that's necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to do absolutely nothing. So don't do that. Do something. Learn something. Know something. Read something. Say something. Take action. Do something. Until next time, America, I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. 